Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, well, it's the first Friday of the month, and that means Dr. Alessandra Duke is stopping by, and the two of them will be discussing a self-imposed pressure talk, handling the what's next mindset, and how to decide what avenue to go down, because, well, there are so many. The two of them will also be chatting about one of Sunny's favorite channels. All that's coming up right now on Sunny in Seattle. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Sunny Joy McMillan and Dr. Alessandra Duke. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Sunny Joy McMillan, joined by... Dr. Alessandra Duke. Hello. Hello. Uh, so we're here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKNW. And of course, first Friday of the month, which is today, October 5th, I am joined by my co-host, Alessandra. Um, so we are always bringing you amazing coaches, teachers, authors, and healers who are on a mission to encourage you, to inspire you, and give you tools to live a life filled with peace, joy, freedom, and purpose. All the good stuff. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access those show archives at 1150kknw.com. Um, and let's see, I'll just hand out my website quickly is goldenoversoul.com because um, I'm going to mention some housekeeping things. And if you have any questions about that or you want to reach out, um, the best way to do that is through goldenoversoul.com. And Alessandra, you want to give out your website real quick? Yeah, yep. It's just alessandraduke.com. Or you can go to the other organization that I run, um, Seattle Lady Bosses, if you're interested in any kind of entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. Still early. I'm and, still working on my coffee. And opening your own shop. That could That's be, right. yeah. That's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> com or seattleladybosses.com. Awesome. Okay. So we're also joined today. I'm going to do some housekeeping here, but I also want to let you guys know. Um, so for those who have been listening to the show for a while, I have had several guests um, that return. And one in particular has returned more than anyone else, and that is Sarah Landon. Um, and she is joining us today for the first part of our hour. And I'm really excited because we I want to share with you her work with you guys Um if you haven't heard her before, and then also let you guys know about an event we have coming up in the San Francisco Bay Area on Saturday, November 3rd. Okay, so real quickly, housekeeping on my end. Um, I want to let you guys know that um, for the next two days, so until tomorrow night, Saturday, October 6th at 11.59 p.m., my book, Unhitched, is available on Amazon for free. And the reason I'm doing this is because <laughs> I am sending out <laughs> – I don't know if that was Alessandra. <laughs> 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 Thanks. Um, so I'm doing this because um, I did a Facebook Live about this earlier this week, um, asking for help. And so I would be so honored um, for anyone out there listening, if you have read the book or if you were thinking about reading it and you want to grab a free copy now, um, it is available for free on Amazon because I am soliciting reviews for my book. Um, if you read the book and if you enjoy it, I would be so honored and grateful if you would leave a review on Amazon. Um, and so the book is for free right now, so you don't even have to pay for it. Um, and the one thing I want to point out to you guys, so if you go to Amazon and you search for Unhitched, and of course my name will come up and there's a couple of other titles that include that name, but you'll find the one by me. Now, I want to caution you guys. Do not let Amazon sign you up for a Kindle Unlimited subscription. They make it a little bit confusing, so just make sure that you click on the buy it buy now with one click button. It's the orange button. 
Click only the orange button <laughs> and you will get the book for free. If you have any questions, just reach out to me on goldenoversoul.com. So for those people who enter a review between now and October 14th, you will be entered to win a $25 gift card. Um, so uh, that's unhitched on Amazon for free until tomorrow night at around midnight. And um, just let me know that you posted the review and you will be entered in that drawing for the gift card. And I'm actually going to let the winner decide the gift card they want. <laughs> so uh, just be thinking of what you want if you enter your review and let me know. And then the other thing I wanted to mention to you guys is um, it is that time of year again for the KKNW annual survey. And so this is a survey that really helps the station determine your listening preferences, what shows you like, what shows you don't like. Um, what things you're interested in. And it gives us an idea of who you are out there because we don't get to connect with everybody um, on a regular basis and know who's listening. So just go to 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. Um, and fill out the 2018 KKNW listener survey. Hang on. It starts next week. Oh, crap. So it's not up yet. So... This is a precursor. It's okay. Oh, it's goodness. not up yet, Sorry, but you're Benny. prepping them. That's as good because you lot oh, you have a lot dear. going on. Yeah, it Sorry. begins now on the eighth. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We'll just be ready. But you can always think going. about our website, eleven fifty kknw dot com, and it will case. be the first thing you spot when you show up. That? I think uh, Eric just... was actually very specific in the email. Please don't <laughs> announce it before then. And I just totally, it's all right. It's all good. That's what I'm here for, Sonny. Oh, thank goodness, Benny is here, right? Okay. I just I feel more prepared now. I mean, I feel ready to go when the survey's up. So when the alarm goes off Monday morning, it's KKW survey. KKW survey. And then coffee. Yes. And so just so you know, when the survey does go live on Monday, um, if you do enter the survey or complete the survey, you will be entered. Again, there's another little contest. Entered to win a round-trip passage on the Victoria Clipper to Victoria, B.C., plus a $100 gift certificate to Schwartz Brothers Restaurants. So if you do both of these things, like in the next several weeks, you will maybe be up for $125 between my gift card and KK and W. Yeah, jump on the Clipper, and you can wave on your way to through Bellingham. You can say hi to, you know, Alessandra. Say, hey, what's up? try to get myself on the clipper. I am very motivated by prizes. So I win all of these things. I don't think you're allowed to enter yeah. though, Alessandra, because you're a host. Oh, shoot. I know. Sorry. All right. Well, I'll have to talk one of you into buying me tickets on the clipper then. And then I feel like I've won. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Well, you have <laughs> friends that could always sign up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, get oh, get, get, loophole. Get yes. yes, yes. Come on, kids. <laughs> I know the weekend's here. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> okay, so that's my housekeeping that I've got for you today, Alessandra. Any housekeeping before we dive in with Sarah? Um, no, just for listeners to know that I'm um, talking to you from Bellingham today. Um, so I'm not inside the studio, but it feels I am very much there in spirit. So. Um, uh, I just wanted to. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, I think it's good you do because you do sound. It does sound a little different. And I will say we are triangulating from from Santa Barbara, California, which is where Sarah Landon is. Of course, Alessandra is in Bellingham, and Benny and I are in the studio so in Seattle. One ding, one and ding. We're gonna do another ding, and of course, we're gonna make it happen all the way around. 
free dings. Okay. I love it. I love it. It's the trifecta of fun. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce you guys to Sarah. So um, you, as I mentioned, she's one of my favorite uh, spiritual channels that's practicing today. Um, she's a globally celebrated transformational leader, a visionary entrepreneur, a spiritual advisor, and channel of the council. And the council is an energetic presence of non-physical beings whose expanded awareness and higher level consciousness are guiding people to answer the profound questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what's my life's purpose? Together, Sarah and the council are fueling spiritual growth and personal transformation all around the world by helping people reach greater levels of joy, love, health, wealth, and fulfillment in their lives. Their profound and powerful teachings have proven life-changing to countless people who have applied their wisdom to create positive change in their careers, businesses, relationships, bodies, and daily lives. And you can find out more about her and uh, also access some of the teachings at sarahlandon.com. That's S-A-R-A-L-A-N-D-O-N, sarahlandon.com. So, Sarah, welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. Oh, thank you. I'm so happy to be here with all of you. I can just feel the joy in my heart as we're preparing for this call, just to be here with everyone. It's such a great energy and a wonderful space you've created, an amazing community. So thank you for having me, and I'm so excited to talk about our upcoming event. So looking forward to that. Yes, absolutely. Well, it's always such a joy to welcome you back. Um, and the, for those um, uh, who haven't heard me talk about Sarah before, I just want to share so um, I'm, I am not shy about sharing that I love channeled teachings. Um, and I feel like, you know, there are a lot of wisdom texts out there and religious texts. And um, I think that there's a lot of truth still in them, but they've been corrupted and distorted along the way, I think, by man's involvement. And so one of the things that I love about channeled teachings is it's when you get the, you know, the people who are legit, who are, who are coming straight from love, you know, this is wisdom straight from source. And it is not corrupted by um, by all the stuff that can happen um, when you put a text in someone's hands <laughs> that is human. And so Sarah is one of those people. Um, I, I had a friend who forwarded me a recording, a friend who knew that I enjoyed channel teachings, and she said, you've got to listen to Sarah Landon and the council. And I put it on on a drive home, not expecting anything. Um, I'll tell you, because I get a lot of emails like that, and it's, I feel very blessed. But, you know, there's a lot of information out there. And I thought, oh, sure, I'll humor this person and I'll listen to it. Oh, my gosh. I turned it on and I thought, okay, clearly I'm in whatever soul group is connecting with Sarah Landon because it was immediately um, so powerful and transformational for me. Um, and I... I reached out to Sarah immediately thereafter and said, look, I want to know more about your work. I want to get you on the show. Tell me all about you. And we connected, and that's been a couple years ago. And I will tell you also, you know, I love to have what I call my emotional speed dial at the ready. So those mornings when you wake up and, um, you know, your emotions aren't quite that high vibration that you want them to be. Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed, anxious, draggy, sad. Um, and one of the things that I like to do that's in my emotional or vibrational speed dial list is put on the council. And it is a vibrational experience. And just by virtue of exposing myself to the words, the words are important, but the vibration behind them is, is even perhaps more important. I'll let Sarah speak to that. But it changes things. And by listening to these teachings day after day for the last couple of years, it is so life-changing. So, Sarah, with that, I'm going to just turn it to you and say, how did you um, 
uh, I just give people a little background on how you came to this work because it's pretty interesting. And then we can talk a little bit about, you know, the council's messages and uh, the event that we have coming up in San Francisco Bay Area and on November 3rd. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I love doing this show because I lived in Seattle for 16 years and really my entire experience of beginning to receive the council and my spiritual journey um, took, took place, the majority of it, <laughs> in the beginning in Seattle. So near and dear to my heart, I'm sure it's no accident uh, that, that, you know, we found each other that way. So um, mm. I was in a highly uh, successful yet extremely stressful corporate career. And I, I had always been really spiritual. I was raised very Christian. I loved Jesus. I, uh, I, I knew there was something more. I just had so many questions that no one could answer. And I had studied personal development and transformation. I had studied different religions. And there was these answers in my heart that no one could seem to answer for me. And I think for many of us, we don't realize how important our desires and our asking and our seeking is to what really shows up in our life. I truly, truly believe that. And so I heard one time, you know, only as far as you seek can you go. And so this was just my my deepest desire of my heart to, to know the truth of life and why we're here, to know what my purpose was and to live it. To, I always believed that we had this potential for more, that, that we could live our highest potential. And there was amazing teachings out there that said, you know, make a goal and take massive action and work really hard and you can do anything. And I believe that to be true, but uh, it comes at a cost. I, uh, in 2006, 2007, during, you know, the midst of my corporate career, I had an experience of having life-threatening cancer and I really had to get real with myself and, um, and be still and really um, be honest with myself that the life I was living was not really my truth. I just sort of looked out at the world and thought, you know, what do successful people do? And, and I'll go do that and then I'll be happy sort of thing. And so I, I knew what wasn't my truth, but I didn't really know what my truth was. I didn't really know what my purpose was. I knew I wasn't really... Um, following my heart's desire, but I didn't even know how to get on the path to do that. And uh, in addition to that, I had an experience where my brother passed away, and it was really my first experience with communicating with non-physical. And if anybody has ever had an experience of communicating with a loved one that has passed or an experience with an animal or someone that was passed, there really are no words to describe how beautiful it is um, I walked into my brother's viewing on a very cold, heavy winter day in November, um, a few days after he had passed, and sat down on this chair, and within a few moments of just being there in this room with my brother's body, I can only describe it as this feeling of liquid love just flowed down from the top of my head all the way down my body. It was just this warm, liquid love. And I heard him say as clear as day, I'm still here. I'm just not in there. And I said, well, where are you? And he said, I'm just as here as I ever was. I just left the density of the body. But 
it, it was clear to me that he didn't go anywhere. And so that went on for a, maybe a minute or two, this conversation where I, I was asking him questions and he was answering. And then it receded. And I was back in this cold room. And I think many of us have had similar types of experiences. But at least for me, I immediately started to question it. And, well, that didn't really happen. And, oh, I must have made that up. And I certainly don't want to be weird or woo-woo, so I'm not going to talk to this to anybody about this. And so as my journey went on um, through a variety of different experiences and people that showed up in my life and, and things that happened, I left the corporate world. Um, and moved into bringing the council to the world after that whole experience started. So um, really, it was just a, a, a incredible, incredible journey. And I, I say this sometimes because people will say, especially my dad said, <laughs> you know, when did you decide you wanted to start channeling? And I said, you know, I still haven't decided that that's something I really want to do. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just sort of my purpose. It's just sort of what has happened. But for me, I started receiving the wisdom of the council um, from a written perspective and a verbal perspective spontaneously and then really had to practice uh, and master being able to hold that vibration to allow them to communicate through me. And the incredible wisdom that came through absolutely changed my life. And it was just a choiceless experience for me to decide to move into a place of channeling and teaching and living the council's wisdom because to me there was just nothing better out there. It answered all the questions I had. It answered the deepest questions of my heart and soul and helped me to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. And so my, um, I, I've really devoted my life to helping others do the same. It's my absolute joy, and I truly believe anyone can, can live their highest potential. And with the, the wisdom of the council, it can be an easy, effortless, uh, joyful experience. Yes, and I, I just have to share, like, one of my favorite parts about the story where you began to receive this wisdom, if I remember correctly, it would, in the middle of the night, um, you must have been too drowsy even to remember, but you would be, um, you would wake up and you would write these things, um, you know, your phone is by the bed and you'd write these things on the phone and then you'd wake up the next morning and read this incredible wisdom and go, where did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and this was when I was in the corporate world. You know, I, I was sleeping maybe, you know, six hours a night. I was working tons of hours. And in the middle of the night, I would just wake up. And it was that feeling of liquid love again. It was just like this energy that came into my body that I just, I had to get up. <laughs> if I could have heard someone yelling, you know, get up in the nicest, most loving way. And I would just write in the notes section of my phone because, you know, I couldn't really turn the light on and wake my partner up. And so I was just typing and writing on my phone, and I would read it the next day, and it was the answers to, to the questions that I had. You know, one question that I remember was, I remember as a little kid that, you know, Sunday school taught us that, that Jesus knows your heart, that God knows your heart, mm -hmm. and knows what you're thinking, and knows what you want, and, you know, sort of like Santa Claus, knows whether you've been good or not, right? Knows whether you've been a sinner or not. And I remember even as a little kid going, well, that does not make any sense to me. Right. That one person sort of this analogy of sitting on a cloud is knows seven or eight billion people. Like, it's yeah. impossible. Yeah. I'm like, there's got to be something else going on. I remember that as a kid, and it really bothered me. And no one could answer this question for me. 
I remember asking like my parents and my Sunday school teacher and my preacher and my minister. <laughs> Nobody could answer this. And one of the answers that came through from the council is that, you know, what you're really praying to, what you're really communicating with, that part of you that knows you is your own higher self. It's your soul. And your soul is always connected to God and all that is and, and the source that creates worlds and makes anything and everything possible. So our higher selves, that, that bigger part of us, our, our um, inner being is that part of us that, that is always connected to God, to source, to all that is. And that's the power that is really out orchestrating things on our behalf in the world because our soul can do anything. It's not limited to this physical body. So mm-hmm. this aspect of us, the spiritual being that we are having this human experience, we can't see that part of us. So we tend to identify more with what we see and hear and taste and touch and smell and what we can perceive through our physical senses than what's really going on, which there's so much more going on here than we can see. And so this this wisdom just kept coming through. It was so beautiful. I still have it today um, all stored, but it's just it was so incredible. And then a series of events happened and people showed up in my life, um, a, a special friend in particular, that, you know, had this incredible gift of helping people connect to their higher selves. And so I had this experience of going into kind of this meditative state and connecting to my higher self, which is what taught me to get into the energy proactively of being able to receive the counsel. And I did that for um, many, many, many times in until I was fully receiving the council's wisdom and able to hold that and, and allow them to communicate through me for, you know, sometimes hours on end. But um, it was a journey. I always tell people, you know, it's a journey. The right people will show up, trust the way that you feel, move in the direction of your happiness and your joy. And if you don't know what that is, move in the direction of your curiosity. The thing that I can tell you is that even in the corporate world, when I had any spare moment, I was turning on spiritual wisdom, spiritual teaching, reading books, a newer Eckhart Tolle, Wayne Dyer, um, you know, anything I could find. That was my passion. That was my curiosity. So if, if you're wondering, you know, how to make some sort of transition in your life or transform your life into what you want and you don't necessarily know what that is, Follow your curiosity because we aren't all interested and passionate about the same thing. And you will find your path will unfold, but move in the direction of your happiness and your joy and the things that you're interested in and everything will fall into place. Mm, I love that. That's actually really relevant for some of the things I know Alessandra and I want to talk about today. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking, did you tell her? (laughs) I did not. (laughs) I did talk about? (laughs) I did not. I'm over here thinking, oh my gosh. I think she's answering a bunch of things for me. <laughs> I know, Sarah, may we, we may have to keep you on the line for the full hour. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm here. I'm here. Um, yeah, Alessandra, you know, do you want to jump in? Because um, I know I've kind of hogged most of the time. Um, but is there anything you wanted to follow up and ask Sarah about? Because um, I've got more questions I can go with here. Oh, great. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I'm really um, – 
struck because I think that we, you know, we know that we all have different passions and interests. And that's what I think makes this world just so brilliant is like the diversity among all of us. Right. And, um, and I think it can be so overwhelming at times to choose, um, what, what direction or path we want to go. So I had shared with Sunny a little bit. There's so many things I want to do, you know, um, three different workshops or coaching certifications. And do I want to do a podcast? Do I want to, you know, maybe I should start a new website. It's just like thing after thing after thing, um, which then ends up making the present feel more dissatisfying than I would like. So I guess I'm just curious if you, if you could speak to that at all, because it sounds like, you know, moving in the direction of, of curiosity. I really, I really like that as, you know, as a guiding compass, but I'm, I'm wondering just, you know, with the, the sheer overwhelm of options to choose what, just what you might say about I love this question. I love this question. So the council has two incredible pieces of wisdom on this because, mm-hmm. I, hey, I was exactly in that same boat. <laughs> you know, yes. I had these big dreams and all these things I wanted to do and all these things I wanted to accomplish, and yet I would make my my present moment so miserable and dissatisfying, yes. and I could never be happy, you know, yes. because of that. So two things. First off, um, the council says the the energy that we're really going for is this childlike innocence and creating from that place. So we talk about the law of attraction. We talk about all this stuff. And I had a lot of questions about that because I'm like, okay, you know, I did the vision board and I manifested everything on my vision board and I still wasn't happy. And it came with a lot of force and effort and, and control and trauma and drama. And most of the time, once I got it, I wanted something else or (laughs) I wanted to suddenly unmanifest this thing that I had just created because it didn't, now I had all this responsibility and I had this, you know, we don't, we don't necessarily create from a a pure place all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's okay. But my question was, you know, there's gotta be something more to it. Like what, what is the next evolution of this? Because there's gotta be something more. And the council's beautiful, beautiful analogy of this is it is about getting back to a place of innocence. Most of what we want to create and what we want is coming from a place of lack. Mm -hmm. That we're still not enough. And when we get that thing, we'll finally be enough. We'll finally be good enough. We'll finally be happy. We'll finally be worthy. And the thing I see so much is it comes back to this, this feeling of unworthiness. That if we do this thing, if we have a podcast like someone else has, then we'll mm-hmm. feel important, like our wisdom is suddenly more important or more valued, we'll have made it. Um, and so the council says that really, if you think about children, when they create something, they are not looking to write a New York Times bestselling book. Mm-hmm. They are not looking to paint a picture that makes millions of dollars. They are not writing a piece of music or playing an instrument to, to get a, you know, contract with, with Sony Entertainment or, you know, they're, they're just creating for the pure joy of creating in that moment with no attachment to the outcome. Just pure joy. The more we can get into this childlike, innocent space when we're creating anything, 
mm-hmm. the more powerful it will be. And and the more joyful it will be. And there there is energy and there is an awareness that is greater than you that knows what you really, really want and is always guiding you to those really the desires of your heart and your soul if you will stay aligned to your joy. So remember that. You know, we put this huge gap between where we are and where we want to be. We, our dreams and our desires, we constantly dangle them out in front of us like a carrot to keep us mm-hmm. motivated. But when we're doing that, there's always a gap. So whatever you can do in this day to close the gap between where you are and where you want to be, why do you want to create the podcast? Why do you want the job? Why do you want the relationship? Why do you want the home? If you can get to the essence of that and really tune into that coming from a a place of fullness and wholeness and worthiness, your your dreams and desires will manifest almost instantly. That we we have been moving into this incredible um, new realm of teaching in our master's class program, which Sunny is a part of. Which is that, the, and I had an experience of this last week. I had this mm-hmm. desire that I've had for fifteen years. I've been trying to manifest an experience of meeting a particular person, mm-hmm. and it happened. And it it was not at all what I thought it was going to be. And mm-hmm. on the drive home, I said something to the effect of, you know, meeting someone else, like another person. It just came, kind of came. And the next day that person walked in and sat down next to me at a table and had lunch at the same restaurant I was in <laughs> because I had no attachment. It wasn't coming from lack. It was just, and yet the council would say, you're when when we really have this this thing that that it pops into our head this desire it's not coming from us it's coming from some higher place the manifestation of it is already in alignment to you and mm-hmm. so if, if you can start noticing that in your life and how different that feels than trying to make something happen there's an ease to it and our our soul's desires manifest easily effortlessly and harmoniously and should be a joyful experience so yes. the, the other quick thing I will say about this is the council says that we will know it's time to take action when it's choiceless. Mm-hmm. So we think we're supposed to be taking all this action all the time. And the fact is we're really supposed to be in the vibration of joy and inspired action and inspired ideas will come from there. But the, the amount of action that we really need to be taking is far less than than what we think. And so I always say this, and, and this has just kind of become this thing that makes so much sense to me when I think about it this way. A maybe is a no until it's a yes. Hmm. Is it time to move forward on the podcast? Maybe. That's the no until it's a yes, until it's choiceless. Mm-hmm. And until you're like, every cell in your body is like, yes, let's do this. We're clear. We know how to move forward. And it not it might not be the whole picture. It's just one step at a time, one step at a time. But that next step is choiceless, and you absolutely know. That means that everything that is being orchestrated on your behalf is in place, and it's time to take that action. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love I love that. And I'm going to jump in here because we are needing to take our break. Um, and I think that's a good place to do it. Is that okay with you guys? Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so we're going to take a break. I'm. 
Uh, I'm Sunny Joy. You're listening to Sunny in Seattle, joined by my co-host... Alessandra Duke. And of course, our very special guest on First Friday, Sarah Landon. Um, We will be back in just a few to continue the conversation. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hey, Sunny and Seattle friends. My most frequent return guest to the show has been spiritual teacher Sarah Landon, who channels for The Council. There are few teachings that have been as transformational and inspiring for me as the councils have been. And now, Sarah and I have decided to team up and do a live event to bring you all even more goodness from the council. Inspired by co-creating at its best, where Wayne Dyer interviewed Esther Hicks and Abraham, I will be interviewing Sarah Landon and the council in The Wisdom Workshop, scheduled for Saturday, November 3rd from 12 to 4 p.m., in the San Francisco Bay Area at Unity of Walnut Creek Spiritual Center. We'll be asking the big questions we are all seeking to have answered in our lives. Plus, you will have the opportunity to ask your very own questions live to the council during a special interactive audience Q&A portion of the event. And if you can't make it in person, we will be live streaming everything. For further details and registration, just visit sarahlandon.com. That's sarahlandon.com under the tab that says attend. Hope to see you there. Children who grow up in poverty are part of a destructive cycle. Childhood poverty creates adult poverty, creates childhood poverty, and on and on. And this is a relentless cycle. Worldwide, millions of children live in extreme poverty. At Child Fund International, we find this unacceptable. So we do all we can In 25 countries, we are vigorously fighting poverty and improving the lives of over 11 million children and their families. Our programs support early childhood development and children's health and education. And we help strengthen the economic security of families. Childhood poverty creates adult poverty, creates childhood poverty. But at Child Fund International, we are committed to breaking this destructive cycle. Today's childhood poverty must not become tomorrow's. Learn more at childfund.org. Sunny in Seattle, radio that positively shines. Are you ready to get unstuck from a bad marriage and embrace your best life? If you're anything like me, you may have spent years creating a life that looks pretty good on paper. There's just one problem. Your marriage is unhappy and unfulfilling, but you're too scared to trade your comfortable life for a future full of unknowns. In my new book, Unhitched, I will give you the tools you need to make the right decisions about your marriage, as well as the confidence that your future can be better and brighter than you can even imagine. I share my own very personal story, and I will guide you through a clear process that will enable you to answer the question, should I stay or should I go? It's a process that will help you tune out fears and unwanted advice, and instead tune into your own intuition and inner wisdom, as well as exit a marriage gracefully and feel secure about your future. Get ready to trade confusion and stagnation for your best life. Unhitched, unlock your courage and clarity and unstick your bad marriage. Available for pre-order today on Amazon.com. Notice anything different? You should. There's no other station like Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. We're all giggling at Benny's music choice. I want to know, know just as much. <laughs> Yeah, well, so we had such a good conversation going over the break, and I'm like, where do we even begin? But Alessandra, did that, um, what she said, you'd mentioned that connected with you um, around, you know, not only yourself, but the clients that you work with. 
Yeah. Yeah. I was just mentioning over the break, you know, that there are so often that I, you know, try to get that it really resonated when Sarah is talking about um, getting back to that place of innocence, you know, and that kids are not doing things because they're intending to write a New York Times bestseller or to get some kind of big contract or something like that. Um, and, you know, I encourage my clients a lot of times, especially through even um, trying to establish movement with the body, let's say reconnecting to movement or activity or exercise, you know, where there's been so much criticism or body shame over time and really thinking about what did you do? What did you connect with? What did your soul love to do? Did you love to dance? Did you, you know, just really connecting back to that side, you know? Um, so I say this to my clients all the time, but I think in my own life, um, I can lose sight of that a little bit. So I think it's really good to be reminded of, of that, you know, that there was so much, um, you know, as she was talking about that, I, I felt tears come to my eyes cause I thought there's so much, yeah, there's so much that. I would do just for the sake of doing, you know, like, okay, everyone, we're coming up with this fabulous dance routine. We're going to perform it at the roller rink <laughs> this Friday, you know, and like it just because it was so fun to do and just really connecting with that joyful space. I think that that's a really good reminder. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think for those of you out there listening, you know, so this is first Friday. So normally it's just Alessandra and I doing our little co-hosting gig. But we had, of course, Sarah Landon, who's one of my favorite um, spiritual channels working today. Um, and we were going to have her on for the first segment. And then now we're still in conversation. So we're going to keep her for a little while longer. And Sarah, the other thing I just wanted to before we talk about the event details that we've got coming up, one of the things you also said on the break, and I think this is a um, there's an element of trust um, around this where you're giving up to follow your joy, perhaps um, you're giving up the life that you had planned for the life that's really waiting for you. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I'm seeing this so big right now. And I'll just tell you from my own experience, this was the hardest, one of the hardest lessons for me is that I thought if I wasn't, you know, pushing and making it happen and taking massive determined action, against something that, you know, there was no awareness outside of me that was guiding me in any way. I, I didn't trust that totally. You know, I like the word trust and the word faith. We use it a lot. But um, I wanted to know for sure that there was that there was this plan for my life and that how did I get an alignment to that plan and how did I know whether something was on my path or not? You know, mm -hmm. I think these are questions we ask. And and again, these were the things that, you know, the council brought through the answers to. And when they brought through the answers, I was like, oh, of course, yes, that makes perfect sense. But I just hadn't heard the answers anywhere. Um, but, you know, sometimes we really do have to let go of the life that we have planned so that we can live the life that was truly meant for us. You know, I do believe there is a divine plan for your life. There is a destiny that you... The higher self you created before you ever stepped into this physical life experience. And you can tell whether you're in alignment to that or not yep. by the way that you feel. Yeah, absolutely. And if every day is a push and a struggle and you're forcing and you're efforting, and I ask people sometimes, what brings you joy? And sometimes there's this big, long silence because they don't even remember what brings them joy anymore. And they certainly aren't doing those things throughout the day. And the basis for your life 
is joy. You came here for the joy. And you, the more you're in your joy, the easier your path will unfold. But I know, and Sunny, you and I have had this conversation many times. You know, I was living in Seattle. I had this great corporate job. I had a husband. I had the cars. I had the big house. I had all the money. I had all the investments. I had all the stuff. I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do. And inside, I, I just, the, the smile was on the outside, but inside, I wasn't living my truth, and I didn't know what it was. And, and I should have been happy, is what, the, you know, what everybody says. You yeah. should be happy. Why aren't you happy, right? And so I really had to surrender and let go, and it, it was really difficult, um, only because I was grasping so tightly. The, the way I thought it should be, yep. which, of course, is the limited way. <laughs> That's what the council always says. It's like, hey, your way works. You can push hard and struggle and effort and, you know, exhaust yourself. But at least for me, I ended up, you know, uh, worn out, exhausted, and having cancer on top of it. And <laughs> yeah. now just my whole focus every day was just to heal and be healthy and stay alive. And it doesn't need to be that hard. It's not meant to be that hard. And so, you know, the first step is just, you know, asking yourself the question. We started this call, you know, on this theme of, you know, the questions you're asking are really um, influencing what shows up in your life. Like what, what you're really seeking answers to will come. And so what are the questions you're asking? Most of the time, I think people aren't asking big enough questions. Right. I think, you know, our our society as a whole, I have a lot of clients that will come and say, you know, I've got all of the things, right? I've got the, whatever it is, the money, the house, the big job, and I'm still not happy. And I think, and, and then feeling like they don't have, like they're not allowed to not feel happy, right? Like our society is set up where it's like, Hey, these are the measures of success. And if you have them, you just should be happy. So there's no, there's, there doesn't feel like a lot of spaciousness a lot of times for people to even say, Hey, I do have all these things and it's still not doing it for me, you know? So I think it's, it's really good for people to hear that, um, it's okay to acknowledge if you have all of these markers, but are still finding yourself unsatisfied, right? That doesn't make you wrong or bad or selfish in some way, which is what I see a lot of clients struggle with rather than asking some deeper questions. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and oh, go, go ahead, ahead. Penny. No, you go ahead, Sarah. You know, I, I just want to say this because this is what's coming up. Um, everything is within us. Um, Sonny made a made a, a comment on a, a recent Facebook post I did, which was, and this is the the absolute core of the council's teaching. You are everything you wish to be. You already are. Your purpose, your calling, it's already within you. And that also means your joy, your happiness, the love that you're seeking outside of you the purpose and the meaning that you are speaking outside of you, it's all within you. And if you will let go of all the things that keep you from it, Mm. like your fear and your doubt and your feelings of unworthiness and the story about why you didn't have it good enough and why you can't and all of these things, if we let them go, all that remains is this 
absolute feeling of peace and joy. You will know how very loved you are. It's this feeling of the power within you that can do anything. It's this alignment and connection to the source that creates worlds that makes anything and everything possible for you. And you can feel it when you're not blocking it with all of these limited beliefs about ourselves that we've picked up throughout our life. And they're not the truth of us. And that's why it doesn't feel good to sit and think, oh, I'm not, it it doesn't feel good to be in fear. It doesn't feel good to worry. It doesn't feel good to be stressed. Because that's not the way you intended your life to be when you came here. Right. So beautiful. Um, Yeah. uh, Alessandra, I was going to turn to the event details. Is there anything else you wanted to add on that before we do that? Oh my gosh, there's so many things I could ask Sarah, but I'm just, I'm going to lock it up and I'm I'm going to let you talk about your event. Okay. And then we'll use the last part, Sarah, then we'll talk about the event. And I think, um, I think we have, um, I want to hear what's going on with Alessandra and Bellingham as well. So we'll leave the final portion of the show for that. So um, Sarah, do you want me to kind of lead in on the event or do you want to? Um. Well, I'll just, I'll kind of share a little bit here and then uh, we'll start. But this is just, again, this is like the follow your joy, follow your curiosity, follow your heart. So um, I I don't remember when we did our first interview, Sunny, um, a couple of years ago, probably now. And, yeah. and it just, it was so much fun for me. Like Sunny and I just had this instant sort of connection and... Her interview of the council in that first interview was just amazing. And then we kept doing it, and she would ask these incredible questions of of the council that would just bring through this whole new level of awareness, these these amazing aha moments. And I could just feel the the shifts that were occurring when Sunny would ask questions of the council in these calls. And so I've been doing other live events and had some really incredible experiences. Again, I, I think it was things that were happening and unfolding that were preparing for what was coming. And I didn't even have, you know, the, the, the goal at that time to do more events. And I had someone that said, you and Sunny McMillan should really do a live event together. And then I had someone else say, you know, did you ever see – co-creating at its finest with Abraham Hicks being interviewed by Wayne Dyer. They were like, you should do something like that. And then I had someone else, you know, all in a very short period of time say, I love when Sunny McMillan interviews the council. And so it, it, it just came through as this constant, like, reinforcement of, like, there's something there, there's something there. So I called Sunny and I said, hey, you know, what do you think about doing an event together where um, it's a channeled experience with the council, but you ask, the council and we really set the intention that this is a the wisdom to help people live their highest potential and that the the experience will help guide you to the deepest questions of your soul and help you answer those big questions and she was on board and it just the energy was like yes 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 and i cannot tell you in the last like few weeks of putting this together how easily effortlessly everything has unfolded you know i took some actions and sunny took some actions to try to put this in place and then we actually uh were contacted 
by the Unity Church in Walnut Creek that actually wanted to have this event Mm -hmm. there and wanted to promote it to all these people. And people stepped up and started supporting it and helping and helping drive it. And that is how you know you are moving in alignment to your soul's desires. Yes, yes. And it's so perfect because, um, as regular listeners know and Alessandra knows, um, my partner and I have um, made an intention to move to Petaluma, and we don't have a hard date or anything, but we're moving to, slowly toward that by getting our house ready for renters here and looking for rental properties there. <laughs> I don't, so, Betty, I'm not going. I'll still be sunny in Seattle. But this event, Sarah, just she was so generous and said, you know, this will be a perfect entree into the Bay Area because Petaluma is just a little bit north, and it's just the timing was so serendipitous, and my happiest place is uh, in the position of interviewing uh, people and entities who can offer great wisdom. And so I'm just so excited to be a part of this. So it's Saturday, November 3rd at the Unity Church in Walnut Creek, California, which is in the Bay Area, uh, 12 to 4 p.m. And Sarah, is it just sarahlandon.com under your attend tab so they can find out and register? Yeah, if you just go to sarahlandon.com, which is S-A-R-A-L-A-N-D-O-N, and it, if you go to the homepage, the second slider that will pop up there is the event. If you just click on that, it will take you right to more information. You can also go to attend, and you'll see the event. But, you know, this is just going to be, I believe, an out-of-this-world vibrational experience and uh, the incredible wisdom of the council. But uh, the, the day, just like this conversation, you know, it just unfolds perfectly, however it's supposed to be. But the one thing... Everyone says after leaving an experience with the council is, I feel better, I feel more joyful, I feel more clarity in my life, I'm so inspired, I feel free. You know, the love that comes through the council, at least in my experience, is life-changing for most people. And so uh, if you cannot be there in person, we are working on enabling um, a live stream option for people so they can... Tune in via video anywhere in the world, real time, and be part of the event. But if you can be there in person, I really encourage you to do so. Um, Tickets for the live event to attend in person are up and available on the website right now. Um, We do have a little bit of limited seating. So if you um, are are going to go to the event, try to get your tickets right away and then check back with us next week. And hopefully we'll be able to have the live stream function available so you can attend live via video. Yes, and um, so looking forward to this, Sarah. And um, we just so appreciate you showing up here today. And, of course, what the wisdom you were bringing is exactly the questions that Alessandra and I had on deck to talk about anyway. So it's been such a pleasure. So perfect. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I just appreciate the opportunity so much. It's always fun to be here with you guys. The council says, you know, appreciation is the enjoyment the joy, the enjoyment of the good in our lives, in ourselves, in the world, and and just what a good experience this was. And I could just feel that deep appreciation and joy um, as we've been talking here. And, and thank you guys for having me. So enjoy the rest of your Friday, and hopefully we'll see you all in San Francisco on November 3rd. Sounds good. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay, Alessandra. Okay, so yeah. we've got... <laughs> just, we've got like three minutes. I know, I know. So what I just want to hear, I think, and maybe other people do since I want to as well. So you are in Bellingham right now as we speak, moving into your new place? 
Yes, I'm moving into the place that I talked about when I was um, with you last month, the, the magical place that manifested after, you know, a series of uh, visions that I had. Um, so we are, it's going to be a little magical mountain retreat that we will be staying at for the next um, six or seven months. So we're moving there today. I did not time my life well, so <laughs> I couldn't be in the studio today. Um so I'm taking care of um, some of those kinds of things and just getting adjusted. You know, there's been a lot of, a lot of magical things happening. Um, but, you know, I think the logistics of moving is never uh, as easy as you would maybe prefer. No, but um, I do. I have to share a quote because I think that you you really epitomize this um, and that I want to share just as we close because, mm-hmm. you know, I, yes, the logistics can sometimes get frustrating, but it's when you're operating kind of at a higher level, like, you know, you're following divine guidance and you know that you're where you're supposed to be like those little things don't have to really trip you up too much. And so I just wanted to, since you have already moved to Bellingham and you really followed divine guidance on that, and since mm-hmm. Chase and I are really called to Petaluma, I got this email this morning, and this is kind of, I think we'll close with, because we're getting right up on time. So yeah. there's a beautiful little yoga studio on Beacon Hill, um, which is right near where I live, and it's called Yo B. Um, <laughs> and it's been there for 11 or more years. And I just got an email from the owner of the studio, and I'm going to read you the quote that she opens with in this email. There have been distinct times in my life when I've had crystal clear vision that it's time for a new direction, and I see the actions to make it happen. While this current vision has been brewing for a couple years, the spark of wisdom to take bold action now came just a couple of weeks ago. I am a believer in acting quickly on divine insight. It's too easy to explain and justify it away, to fall into the fears of change and unknowns, to nestle back into the familiar and close the doors of possibility that awakened. And so it is time for me to transition to my new full-time life on Orcas Island. And I thought, oh, that's just what I needed to hear. It's all about acting quickly, which you and Kelsey did. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We did. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that quote. You'll have to send it to me. I would love that. Yes, absolutely. And so for those of you out there listening, if you are feeling that divine guidance, know that Alessandra and I, uh, we are living it too. And we support you. And we know it's not always easy, but things turn out for the best when you do follow that. So absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. You've been listening to Sunny in Seattle with Sunny Joy. And, and Alessandra Duke. Thank and you. And Spinny. <laughs> Yay. Hey, Betty. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.